Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground. Cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here at the Big Eight. Middle school basketball coaching legend and Duke basketball shooting coach in his mind, Austin Orman. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, on air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Strick and Austin. Yes, yes, yes. We are back. Austin and I on the block. It is an on the block time frame for the second hour. Thank you for joining us as always. Those who are on the stream as well as those who are on Allo Channel 951 and those who are listening and texting in. The text line was definitely on fire on the debate that we had with regards to some of the greatest of all times or the greatest seasons of all times. How would that you know, be factored in. What are the metrics for that? There's a lot of different things and ways that you can go with it. So we kind of delved into it. It was an intense um, mind, you know, it just, just the jumbling of the mind because it just started to take you into so many different places because Mm -hmm. sometimes you tend to look at the top player or the best player. And sometimes that there's so many other factors that get overlooked. And I'm just so grateful that, you know, we can have those types of debates, and right here is no better place to have it than on the block. Two to four, you can always find us here. And, uh, Austin, I, I we had a great conversation. And me and Austin and I, we, we go through text, and we, we, we'll jump on the phone, and we'll take angles. But this is an angle, and you guys, I think, would love this. Sutter Heyman text line is always open to you to get into discussion as well, 402-464-5685. Again, it's 402-464-5685. But one of the discussions was there was an article that was written by Charles McDonald or yeah, McDonald. And he was talking about the, 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 uh, the, the, the name of the, the article was quarterback who here are the five offenses who would succeed no matter who's under center. Meaning that we're in a generation now where the quarterback and its importance uh, at the quarterback position is one that we look to for the accolades, for the success. You know, when we think about Kansas City, we think about Mahomes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You, you know, yes, you have discussions about Kelsey. You have discussions about Tyreek Hill, the defense, Chandler Jones, you know, just whoever it is. But ultimately, when you talk about teams, you're mostly referencing from the starting point from the quarterback. And so he brings up the question is, 
whether they have a good quarterback or not, and this this goes back to the discussions in our past that we've talked about, whether or not a, a quarterback after they've gotten their they've gotten their bag can win a championship. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Mahomes just broke the mold on, yeah. on that. That that he, but he's the only one at this point. And then we're gonna see who's next up, you know. And so here's the debate. Some of the players that is on this list is very interesting in some of the teams. Let's talk about starting this one. Let's start with this one. And the reason I want to start with this one is because of what happened in the playoffs with this team. San Francisco 49ers. The San Francisco 49ers had just one of the most unlucky (laughs) of seasons that you could, you know, it's debatable that they, they were cursed that year I mean last year because you get down to your final man at the quarterback position he ends up being a gem mm-hmm. a great find mm-hmm. we wish his brother would have you know um, still time still got time on him <laughs> we, 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 ain't, we ain't over it ain't over yet it can still happen but Brock Purdy had a phenomenal season mm-hmm. led them all the way down until the conference championship game, they get there and a fluke injury happens to where they have no backup options. Mm-hmm. So this is why I'm asking this question. How are they on this list? Because if that would have been the case, you know, anybody at this point could have done it. You know what I mean? So how do they fit? This is where I think these quarterback-proof offenses are, you know, quarterback proof to a point Mm -hmm. there's always got to be a baseline level of competence at quarterback for these offenses to work um so that's where I mean they start the year with Jimmy Garoppolo versus Trey Lance they take you know Brock Purdy last in the draft not thinking definitely not hoping that he would factor in at all this year so you look at what Jimmy Garoppolo's done in terms of NFL quarterbacks Jimmy G is average average Jimmy G to me Mm-hmm. Would be similar to, um, what's our guy? Not not Diller. Um, Dilfer. Not Dilfer. What was, um, big tall quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens that literally? Oh, Flacco. 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 He's like sure. Joe Flacco to me. Okay, I see it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just just take care of the ball. Mm-hmm. No mistakes. Right. Can throw the deep one. Mm-hmm. Can make a play when he needs to, but mostly but not asked. No, nah, he's not asked to. Then you have Trey Lance as QB two going into the year before the injury, of yeah. course. Physical traits for days. Got the arm, got the legs. Does he have the, the mind, the processing speed, and the confidence to hang at the NFL level? You can work with that. You lose those two guys, you're like, okay, now's the, now's the real test for this this 49ers offense. Is it quarterback proof? Decent enough traits with Brock Purdy in his arm, but especially his touch and his placement. Um, Kyle Shanahan does a great job of, you know, simplifying the game mm-hmm. for his quarterbacks in a lot of ways. So the Niners definitely belong on that list because we've spent all this time talking about quarterbacks, but Kyle Shanahan running the offense, calling the plays, scheming goes a long way. The offensive line is fantastic. I mean, bookended by Williams and McGlinchey yeah. goes a long Trent way. Williams, yeah, mm-hmm. leading the charge. Uh, the, then the offensive skill set oh, of the guys. Oh. Come on, Nuts. man. Unfair. Kittle, Samuel, McCaffrey, Ayuk, Ayuk, Elijah Mitchell, Yuxik. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just going for days. Mm-hmm. Talent. So sorry, Josh Johnson. I guess you're the exception to the core 
touchback-proof rule in San Francisco. Yeah, so that's that's one that's one of the ones I really want to discuss because that of how their their season ended with mm-hmm. everything that they had. Yeah. I, it's one of the ones where I don't always feel sorry for teams. Sometimes Austin, I really don't. Sometimes I'm just like, oh yeah, you got beat. But I really felt bad. <laughs> I felt real. My heart was broken for the 49ers because I actually of a thought, really good game. I I I agree. Mm-hmm. I really thought they had a chance. Mm-hmm. And uh, but as we as we talk about it, someone that had a tremendous season last year, um, got a nice little deal. But he's he's on that list as well. Outside at, 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 when we're talking about this with the Seattle Seahawks. Mm-hmm. So you have the loss of Russell Wilson. Then you you have Geno Smith step up and had a tremendous season. You know, shout out to them. Injuries, you know, different things um, didn't pan out for them. Um, you thought they were probably going to have a down season where they were probably going to, you know, it was going to be a serious rebuild. They're probably going to go on the hunt for a quarterback. And then the next thing you know, they find themselves in a playoff playoff position. Still going to have Tyler Lockett. Still going to have DK Metcalf. Now you do something magnanimous, I think. I think he's going to be a tremendous player, and he's going to be a danger. Like, danger real Robinson in the slot, and that's mm-hmm. Jackson Smith and Jigba. Yep. And you still, what, have Kenneth Walker, right? Isn't yep, he still Kenneth there? Walker, third, just a rookie. Mm-hmm. That goes a long way. You mentioned those, those three, yeah. four receivers there. Seattle's one I need to see more from, personally. Gino did a great job stepping up into that void. I love their receiving core. Um, interesting young running back core. I think their offensive line has to get a little better before I fully trust it. And a newer offensive coordinator. Shane Waldron hasn't been there that long. He doesn't have the track record you know, of a Kyle Shanahan, of an Andy Reid, uh, even some guys we'll get to later on the list. So yeah. I think Seattle is working its way there. Um, I, I need to see more, though. Because if Gino goes down... I don't know what that offense is going to look like. I mean, even before this year, Geno yeah. Smith piloting an offense wasn't necessarily what you signed up for. So I see the beginnings of that with Seattle. I have two questions, but before we get to the questions, there's one that's kind of in the middle of the road again. Starter Hammond text line, you're welcome to join in the debate, 402-464-5685 at your leisure as well. But um, another one that kind of falls in this category that – is debatable for me, but I, I would love your take on that. And, and I'm going to take you up to the north, near the Great Lakes, okay. and we're going to talk about the Detroit Lions. Mm. Um, how, how do you find them? Because the other two I have questions about. The last two are kind of questionable, and I think the other, the, you know, the listeners would find that kind of a they would kind of, hmm, they would kind of frown at that one as well. But I think they're questionable. The Lions are fascinating to me in a lot of ways. Love the offensive line. I think it's a very Dan Campbell thing, a very Dan Campbell way to build. Um, I like that. The funny thing about the Lions is who their quarterback is. <laughs> think about how Sean McVay had to scheme for Jared Goff. Yeah, you know, in his time in Los Angeles. I don't know how much of that's going on in Detroit. Jared Goff has talent, but again, average quarterback boosted up his numbers in the right system. I couldn't tell you who Detroit's backup is right now. Um, The wide receiver core, I think, still needs to improve a little bit. Uh, The running back group is fascinating to me in a lot of ways. Um, Detroit is in that similar Seattle boat for me right now. Yeah, I think they need to definitely have an upgrade in their wide receiver 
position. This is why I kind of was, I was kind of iffy on this one because I, I, I don't, I don't. I, I mean, they have a great upfront and they're great. Their defenses, they're fighters. Like they're 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 going to compete. Like they're not going to just lay down when no. when they show up. That's why I think that made them intriguing to me. But the two that are really throwing a curveball at me right now, and I'm I'm going to start with this one because I really think this one's more of a curveball than the other one. Let's talk about the Cincinnati Bengals. Like, do you really believe that? Like, you you think – I mean, listen, I, I'm one to tell you that T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, and and uh, um, um, Chase? Chase, Jamar Chase, those, those, that three as a core is phenomenal, and they've got decisions to make. So when you look at it, I think the one that's going to get them through it is the quarterback because – I don't think they can keep all of them. I don't think they can keep Boyd Higgins. They're going to have trouble just keeping because you can't, in you know, put that kind of money into the receiving position. You're already iffy when you've got it in the running back, but mm-hmm. you really try to throw it on two when you need the. You definitely need help at the line position. Where they yep. they really work to get get that help. Mm-hmm. But 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 that's what throws me for the loop. Are they in that category? I tend to agree with you, and I'll add another reason yeah. on top of that. Zach Taylor, I think, is finally getting his due as a play caller. Mm-hmm. I think that goes a long way. That might be why he's on this list. The, the writer might just really trust Zach Taylor, which I think is good and is right. But if you're going to, like you said, pay that many receivers to keep them around, which you should, they're all really good, you should want them on your team, you're going to have to take a discount somewhere else. Yeah. They've taken a discount on the line, it, they got to a Super Bowl, but then Aaron Donald, you know, makes the game ceiling play in that Super Bowl, and then last year they lose to the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks, no small part to the offensive line. I mean, even the game they won against the Titans, Joe Burrow was sacked what eight or nine times? Yeah, a couple yeah. years ago. Yeah, that's not a sustainable way to live. You have a lot of defensive free agents as well, so that's less money to sprinkle there. And we've seen the Chiefs get by with that, but Patrick Mahomes is better than Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just another level right mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm. Joe Burrow's made it a, an interesting conversation, but it's still Mahomes. So unless your quarterback is Patrick Mahomes' level, you can't afford to skimp anywhere else. But could any quarterback distribute the ball as well as Joe Burrow does to the weapons? I don't know. So that's that's, yeah. that, that's where I was going because mm-hmm. it, it was kind of mm, ah, I don't know if they would be as good mm-hmm. if they didn't have the quarterback in that situation. And so the article. You know, was throwing me a little bit for loot, and that's why I wanted to throw it here on the block because this is where we talk about these types of things. Mm-hmm. And the last one, the runner-up of the last Super Bowl was the Philadelphia Eagles. I think one of the great turnarounds in where people were starting to question whether or not, um, you know, Jalen Hurts was going to be even a Good quarterback. I mean, I think they were probably even starting to put him in the same category as Fields. Like, sure. like right now, there's a lot of question marks on Fields. Like, they're starting to kind of, you know, look. This is the year for either he's going to be like Trey Lance, or you know, um, or take that hurt step, or or take the hurt step. Like, mm-hmm. he, that's what that's. I think that's where they're at. And so you're looking at now. Um, He's, you know, what, got a five-year 255? Mm-hmm. So this is the one that got the bag. So bag, are they able bag. Are they able to, you know, make it happen? I mean, you know, your center is now going to be – but guess who's there? 
Our Nebraska, boy. our boy Cam. Cam is in the building. So, well, you know, I think Cam is going to be, uh, you know, to be able to learn on a Kelsey is phenomenal in itself. But still, that's one of the key components of, 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 of greatness is starting at the center position. Let's just be real about it. And so you have A.J. Brown, who showed and proved. Is he, is he going to come back with a – you know, sometimes you have that great one, and then you kind of get complacent. Right. What's What's he going to come back with? How is he going to show up? And you got Devontae Smith, and then Dallas Goddard had a phenomenal season as well. Uh, so um, I can see where they're going, but let's be real. Some of the dimes that Jalen Hurts dropped in the in the season that I got to watch, I, I, I think he makes more of a difference than not having him there if he can duplicate what he did last year. The other part that's going to be fascinating to watch with the Eagles, especially as we talk about the offenses, is that the Eagles offensive coordinator from their Super Bowl run is now the Colts head coach. Mm-hmm. So as we look back at this list here, Strick, the common themes among these quarterback-proof teams, good offensive lines, the exception probably being the Bengals. Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Um, teams that have had coaches in place, I think, tend to be more quarterback-proof. If you look at, you know, the Kyle Shanahan's, um, what Detroit, I think, could be building, I think that's there. You look at then, after I, I think those two are the most important, the offensive line and the, the coaching continuity, the play caller, whoever that is. Yeah. Then you throw in the skill position, guys, whether that's receivers, running backs, tight ends, depending on where you at, it might be a different, different group each place. But to be a quarterback-proof offense, to me, it has to start with the offensive line to give whoever it is time. Then it's the play caller putting guys in position to succeed, and then it's the skill position that surround them. Before we go to break, I'm going to throw this out to you and to my partner. How far do the Dallas Mavericks, I mean, the Dallas Cowboys go? Is, 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 he, is he going to finally break through, or are they just going to have to go and cut bait and, and move on from Dak? Cowboys go to the wild card round. And lose. They go to the wild card and lose. Mm-hmm. I, I just I don't see them being better than the Philly. Nope. I think I think new with with you know the coaches mm-hmm. that they've amassed there and the the staff and and some of the talent there with with the Giants. I think mm-hmm. they're better. Um, I you know don't even sleep on Washington. Like you can't sleep and I I think they're got they're in for a fight in the um in the NFC East. East. Mm-hmm. They're in a fight. So I, I just don't know if, if Dak is the guy. I just don't know. It's funny how he's been in the league so long and we still don't know. Yeah. He's in the Kirk Cousins territory. Yeah. In a different way. Is Carr in that category? Or does he break through? Like, like right now, Vegas is the same for me. Like, Well, Carr's in New Orleans now. Oh, he's that's it's Jimmy, right. He's in Vegas. Jimmy's there. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Carr's moved. I forgot. See my mind. Boom. Dominoes. Dominoes. They Dominoes. start falling. Whew. Yeah, that's right. He did move. Mm-hmm. But they needed that. I, I would say mm-hmm. I would say he probably needed that. I would agree. I would agree. Devontae, Devontae did not need it. No. Uh, we have one Cowboys suck from Nyla, and Brad says they're going to the Super Bowl. So <sighs> Kool-Aid. <laughs> We're split 50-50 right now. It's a lot of Kool-Aid. <laughs> they're, they're, they're de- if, 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 if they do it, their offense has to be very complementary to what their defense is and has been. Their defense is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. They've done a great job with their defense, but good gosh, the offense <laughs> seems to let them down consistently. At the worst times. At the worst times, mm-hmm. yeah.
Unfortunately, that's going to be it for this uh, segment. We're going to come right back. We'll talk a little bit more. Where are we going to go next, Austin? I got some NBA questions for yeah. you. I'm confused about Dame. I'm curious about John Collins' trade. And Chris Paul's fit with the Warriors. You brought uh, an interesting stat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we're, we'll, we'll delve into a little bit of NBA talk when we get back. 93.7, the ticket at ticketfm.com. We'll be right back on the block piece. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.